Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. Welcome back. Today I thought I'd give a list of some things that you can do to shift your energy when you want to increase your vibration. I know for me, it's been one of those days where I've had to let myself be a little kinder and allow myself to not feel as pressured to get things done. It's been warm here. I didn't sleep well. I had some pain that came up. And so today was a lot of organizing, still making calls and getting some things done, but it wasn't as productive as I normally am. And so that's the first real tip when we are feeling like that, the more we can check in with ourselves and have the kindness and the courage to be honest, to say, this is what I need right now. Our body, our spirit, our mind, they all need different things at different times. And if we're not paying attention to that, then the unconscious is going to rule and we're going to end up in sabotage anyway and really not getting anything done. So the more that we can tune in to what's going on with us and let those unconscious needs come forward, the better off we'll be. And in the long run, we'll actually make time to get things done and be more more productive rather than maybe wasting time because we didn't take that time earlier. So time is always an interesting concept. We think we have no time, but really, what is time? It's a manufactured state. And when we're in the flow and we're getting things done and we're really engaged with what we're doing, time almost stands still. So it's really interesting how we view time. But that really wasn't my topic today, but that's okay. It's always interesting to see what else comes up. So when we need to increase our vibration or shift our energy, There's lots of different things that we can do. So again, that kind of bonus tip was to be kind and gentle with ourselves and tune in to what it is that we do need. So number one is we can read uplifting books. And a lot of thought leaders in mindset talk about one to 10 pages per day. And now with audio, it's even easier. Almost anywhere you go, you can have a book with you, whether it's in print, digital, audio, so whatever it is that you prefer. Some people like to reread the same book over and over again and find that they get more depth. Others, like me, with so many varied interests, love to do different books. So it's great to go through one and maybe pass that along unless you want to go back to it and then go on to the next one. And really, there's a book for any type of interest these days. So there's absolutely no excuse these days to to not be able to read or to listen to something that is going to help us to feel better. And I used to belong to an organization, and their main thing that they talked about was feel better now. If you're not feeling good about yourself, if you need that shift, it's like, what can I do to feel better now? That's the most important thing I can do in the moment for myself. Because the thing is, if we're not paying attention to our body, mind, and spirit, then 
self-sabotage is going to happen through our unconscious mind because we're not having our needs met. And we might not even be aware of it until we've realized we've been staring out the window or staring at the computer screen for half an hour and we've got absolutely nothing accomplished. So it's really important to tune in to see what's going on with us. And number two is music. Having a list of songs, maybe a Spotify list or some songs on your phone, your iPod. I still have a little iPod that I love for my walks and I always listen to music and like to sing along. And it helps us to bring that vibration into ourselves because that's what music does. It helps us to tune into the vibration and moves our body. There's an instinct in us to actually move with music and it's been tested and all sorts of research has been done on it. So you often see people tapping their toes, their fingers, slight movements. And that's really important because the more that we can make those micro movements, the healthier that we're going to stay. Our body does need movement. And so often we're sitting too often, right? We're sitting at the computer and then we're sitting watching TV or a movie or doing something. And especially with COVID, we've been inside more and I notice it just with shopping less, like not going out for groceries as much. I'm really grateful because our farmer's market has reopened. Unfortunately, I just found out about it last week because it moved to an area that's slightly larger so people can come and go easier and keep distancing. But it's really great to now be able to get out every Tuesday and get some fresh produce and there's more movement involved. And it's just really nice to have really great fresh produce as well. So the music does have to have some uplifting quality. Be careful with the word usage here because if we're looking at listening to stuff that's negative, it's not the best for us. And I'm actually going to talk about that in a little bit later. So number three is exercise. So maybe it's dancing to the music. Maybe it's getting out for a brisk walk. Maybe it's just getting up from where you're sitting and moving to another room and feeling what your body wants to do in the moment. Maybe it's some arm stretches, some leg stretches. Maybe it's some neck rolls. Maybe it's something more formalized. There's tons of stuff on video now, online. I still have some DVDs with yoga on it. And there's apps out there for almost anything. So wherever we are, if we need something more formal to help us feel less awkward, then great. And really learning to just trust to listen to our body to what it needs. So whether that's just a simple walk or maybe it's something jumping jacks, whatever it is for you to really get that oxygen into your brain so that you can think again and be more productive. And that of course is going to increase your vibration and your ability to get things done. Number four is meditation. And there's so many forms of meditation. When I first started meditation back in high school, I had a book on yoga and they had the candle technique. So there was, you'd light a candle, you'd stare at the candle and just relax. 
and really not think about anything. Letting the flow of the words and the thoughts just go through and not be attached to anything. So if you're making your grocery list or thinking about the laundry, that's really not meditating. That's thinking about what to do next. So meditation helps us to be more present and to give our mind a rest. And it's so needed because we're so bombarded with information with all the technology that we're connected to these days. We need to have that rest. And then I did transcendental meditation. That was really cool because the Beatles did it. And I had a mantra. So I had a mantra to repeat over and over again. And I didn't stick with that one very well. I, when I went to university after college, there was a group that did it. And I didn't really stick with that either. It wasn't until I learned the training and power system, which is a more active style of meditation, that I've really stuck with it for 20 years. And it's really a part of my life now. And I love to teach it to adults and children because we have all sorts of tools that we can use to really shift our vibration and get to the brainwave patterns that we need to bring in more of our genius self. And there's lots of apps out there. There's guided meditations. There's downloadable meditations. There's just tons that you can do. So taking time for yourself to really allow that to rest your mind, connect to your body, and it will really shift your vibration and your energy. Number five is pictures. So what I was thinking about with this one was pictures of trips that you've been on or great memories. Maybe it's family pictures for you. For me, I love to look at my travel pictures. And when I work corporately, I used to have a wall of pictures. I'd have one of those desk calendars that had different travel tips on it. And there would be like a different country or a different trip on each day of the week for the calendar. And I'd have on one side, because I had a little cubicle, I could tape them or pin them up. So one side was places that I'd been, and the other side was places yet to go. And so that was kind of my fun way of getting through the workday sometimes if I didn't feel that I really wanted to be there or wanted to daydream about something else for a few minutes. And it really helped me because that was a really good goal for me. I was working towards something that I absolutely loved. And even now when I look back at certain pictures and for me, often I will buy jewelry or something personal for myself as a memento of the trip. And so when I wear certain jewelry, put on a pair of earrings or a necklace, and it just helps me to remember the amazing trip and the amazing people and scenery and everything else that I saw during that trip. So for you, maybe it's family, it could be gardening, maybe it's flowers. I love to take flower pictures as well when I go for my walks. And that's really beautiful too. So whatever it is for you, photos and maybe doing a screen photo on your desktop, if you use a desktop or a laptop, and changing that or making a carousel or maybe changing it up weekly or monthly so that you have something to look at 
when you want to take a few moments of downtime to really feel into that love of what it is. And that, again, will shift your vibration. Number six is nature. So that's almost been implied from the first one, but actual real nature. So whether if you work at home like me, sometimes it's just going out on my balcony. I have a tree right there and I look out to a long driveway with a bunch of really tall London plane trees. And they're really tall and beautiful. And then we have a circle with some trees and plants as well. And my daily walk. And just being in nature shifts us because this is where we came from. It's not natural to be in concrete and everything else all the time. Sometimes we can't help it depending where we live, but often there's trees and other things around that can give us that connection to nature that we need. And related to that could be future planning. That's number seven. So what is it that you can future plan for? Of course, things are not so easy right now with COVID, and there can still be some future planning that is exciting and makes you really shift in your vibration. Maybe it's when you can get together with family again. Maybe they live across the country or somewhere else where maybe you're not going to see them right away. Maybe it's a little staycation. Maybe it's knowing that when something gets completed that you're going to have a celebration no matter what that is, whether it's online or maybe getting out to a restaurant, doing things that now we can start to do, at least here in BC, now that we're in phase three, where we can get out and be at the, you know, at this time of the year with the patios open and stuff, it's, it feels safe. And it's a really great way to help out our community and local businesses. For me, it's a week in Whistler in late August and I'm really looking forward to that. It's one of my favorite places to go. It reminds me of where I used to live in the mountains and the lakes and even though not everything is open there will still be lots of nature and time for reading and maybe sitting by the pool and so I'm really looking forward to having that mini vacation. It's only a couple hours away and I know how rejuvenating that's going to be. And so when I know that I'm going to get things done because of having that future plan, it makes me feel excited. Number eight is reframing. It's something I love to do with clients because often we can look at things from such a negative perspective and that really drops our vibration and our energy level. I'm reminded of Dr. Emoto's work. It's one of the pieces that I talk about in a class I teach. And he looked at water molecules. And when negative words were said, the water molecules were deformed. When love and kindness and great words, positive words were said to the water, the frozen crystals were shown to be beautifully formed and just gorgeous and the other ones looked very different. So everything has vibration. And so the more that we can reframe where we're at, 
and find something to be hopeful for. You know, this is one of our gifts of being human is finding that hope, even in the direst of circumstances. So I'm reminded of Viktor Frankl in the concentration camp. And as he said, the only thing they didn't have control over was my mind. And so I would use my mind to go to remembering family, loved ones, nature, whatever it is that he needed to do. And he never broke because he knew he had that ability to be in his mind and choose differently. So we always have choice, right? A life of choice. That's what the podcast is all about. Because we can choose to look at it in a different way. And if we can't, maybe we need to reach out and get someone to help us with that. Or go back to what do I need to read, look at, listen to, whatever it is to shift that perspective. And sometimes we're in the midst of it, it's not so easy to do. And that's why we need other people in our lives. So that's number nine, is reaching out and connecting to someone you love or someone you appreciate in your life. And just giving that appreciation to them, even texting and saying, I really appreciate you for, and then fill in the blank. Just giving that appreciation shifts us and our view and our vibration and our energy because we're tapping into the gratitude and the love that is a different vibration. And that's something that we can so easily do. And number 10 is creating your own song, your personal song. You don't have to actually write it, but actually find a song that resonates with you and have that as your go-to song. So this is something I do with clients and they have to have it pass by me because I look at all the words in the song and make sure it's not something that is some put down in some way. So often songs start out really great and then there's something about, you know, them being wrong in some way or something's wrong with them and or looking to the external to do something for them rather than within them or there's, you know, like country music often and I know people argue with me on this one but I've never really liked country music because so often it is about what's going wrong in people's lives or about heartache. And that's okay if you want to wallow in it, but that's not going to help you shift your vibration or your energy. So I really like people to stay away from that. And if a whole song is rap, I usually will say no to that as well. If there's a little bit of rap in there, that's okay but there needs to be some melody and music in there. And I would say there has to be music and words. Yes, there can be things like classical music that can shift our vibration and it's really good for us. In fact, Dr. Emoto with the water crystals, he actually created a book, which I have with a CD and talks about certain songs with different emotions. 
and I may actually do a podcast on that because it's so interesting. And at the same time, for the quick pick-me-up, our brain likes something to listen to as well. So it engages all of us when we can have music and words. But again, that positive word. So I have two songs as my go-to. My number one is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. And um, I've sung that in a group a few times when we've had to do skits or something. So I usually talk them into doing that one. But everyone usually loves it. And the other one is a bit older. Many people may not even know it. It's called Crystal Blue Persuasion. It's a bit softer, but it just the crystal and that clarity to me, like, well, also I work with crystals. So, (laughs) you know, but even before I worked with crystals, just that purity of crystals and blue is the color that I love. It is a very calming color. And the words about kind of bringing a world of peace together. For some people, it's imagine. I love that song as well. So I like one over the other, depending on what I need in the moment. But I have those two always on my iPod and my phone. So if I need to pick me up, I can go directly to it. So I'm curious if you have a song. I know some people do this annually. I've had these two songs for a long time. Sometimes I have a few others. There's a Nikki Yanofsky song pardon me, song that I love as well that she wrote for our Olympics here in uh, British Columbia back in 2010. And a few other ones. So I'm going to post a few in the Facebook community group. And I'd love to connect with you if you'd like to post a song. And uh, I will have a look at it. And maybe we can have some conversation about your song. So those are the 10 ideas to shift your energy when you want to increase your vibration and feel better now. So hope you have a fabulous week and I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.